I'm uh here today talking about the uh a few things, but most importantly, I'm talking about the NFL 2022 season. The uh NFL schedule was released uh last night for every team in the league. But right now, I'm, I'm just going to be talking about the Cleveland Browns. And the schedule looked look good. Yeah. It, look, it looks great. The uh, first three games of the season for the Browns is the Carolina Panthers, the New York Jets, and Pittsburgh Steelers. Those three games right there, two of them is, is winnable. The uh, Carolina Panthers and the Jets, those two are winnable. Actually, all three of them are winnable. The first three are winnable, but we know how the Browns are when it comes to the Steelers. So, it's like, we could, I mean, the Browns could start off 2-0. Going to our uh, Thursday night game, week three. The rest of the schedule look like this week four. Uh, we travel to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Then October the 9th, we are back at home to play the Chargers. Then the following week, we're back at home against the New England uh, Patriots. Then the 23rd, we're at Baltimore. Then the following week, Monday Night Football at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. Then after that, it is the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. We go there both times at Miami at Buffalo. Then we come back home to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the uh, 27th of November. And to start December, we're at Houston, at Cincinnati. Then Saturday, December the 17th, we're at, I mean, we're at home against Baltimore, excuse me. Then the 24th, Of December, New Year's Eve, I mean Christmas Eve, excuse me, we're at home against New Orleans. Then New Year's Day, we're at Washington, and we finish the season off against a divisional opponent, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Which I think, I'm going to get into that a little bit more. I mean, the schedule looked pretty good. Just, I mean, the schedule looked decent. I mean, everybody who follows uh, the NFL or knows about the NFL and how the opponents are set up, everybody knows that this these were going to be the opponents. It was just basically centered up how the schedule was going to be in, where the games was going to be, what I mean, where they was going, what week they was going to be playing in. But like I said, the Browns got a pretty good, I mean, got a pretty good uh, schedule. 
this year is not the best in my eyes, but hey, it's it's decent. I mean, it, the Brown. I mean, the Browns play. I mean, the Browns play. Uh. Five teams that made the playoffs last year. Five teams that made the playoffs last year. Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, New Orleans, and Pittsburgh. So, it's, I mean, like I said. And also, excuse me. I should say, excuse me. They play the Chargers, too. Well, actually, not the Chargers didn't make playoffs, but yeah, they need to look. It, it's an easy schedule this year. And it's. I mean, it's a good. I mean, it's a good schedule that we could uh, have a good season this year with. I mean. And I'm going to start with the first two games. Like I said, the, at Carolina against the Panthers, and then we come home against the Jets week two. Those two games by, by themselves are winnable. Those two games are are winnable too. I mean, are winnable, and we could uh, get a foot in the, in the door. The Pittsburgh Stars, like I said, that Thursday night game is a tough game. That's going to be tough. I mean, even though it, it's May. It's still, I mean, we're, this is what, May 13th? So it's still going to be tough. It's still going to be the type of game. I mean, we're, we're still, what, a month and a half away from training camp? But I'm about to make my prediction right now. I think the Browns could finish the season nine and eight. I mean, that's all I see. I think we could finish the season nine and eight, make it to the playoffs, and possibly, I'll be honest, possibly, uh, me win uh a wild card game. Me win a wild card game. Because I think the Browns could, I mean, could uh, start the season off three and one. Because like I said the two games, I mean, the game against the Panthers to start the season off, then the game against the Jets to start the home schedule off. You know, we're back at home against Pittsburgh week to start week three. Then at Atlanta, October the second, winnable games. Then we got the Chargers at home. Again, good. But my, I mean, my issue is this with them still doing the divisional games at the end of the season. What is the reason? Why? I mean, why do they do that? I mean, why is the NFL still doing it? And I understand they saying, well, it's because to get, I mean, to have the divisional races more important, I mean, more interesting or whatever. 
my thing is just the division races at the end of the season, most of the times they I mean most of the time they're already locked up. I mean most I mean most of the time they're already locked up and also the teams that that play I mean the teams that play each other <coughs> excuse me, most of the time don't even be in the divisional uh race. Don't even have an opportunity to win their uh, respective division titles. But it is what it is. I believe that game against Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh week eighteen will be I mean will be a tough matchup because I think really I believe Pittsburgh will probably be out of the playoff race by that time. Seriously. And I, I mean, I believe we could uh, split the division, the divisional games within the AFC North. Go three and three, and still be at make some noise. And also with the, I mean, I think we'll uh, we'll beat the Jets and we'll beat uh, Miami, but I don't think we'll beat Buffalo or Green. I mean, or uh, the Patriots. But yeah, it's this is gonna be an exciting season. I mean, and the two, I mean, the two are. Uh, Primetime games, the Thursday night game against Pittsburgh week three, and the uh, Monday night football game October 30th. Those two games are going to be exciting. I mean, for real, I, I knew those was going to be the two primetime games for the Browns. But I thought... Uh, But yeah, I think the Browns could, can, and will have a good uh, season this year, and they could make some glories. But let, I mean, I'm going to talk about the uh, personnel, the the uh, prayers on the team with the Cleveland Browns. They got, I said, it's still early. It's only only May. We haven't even hit a mandatory uh, mini camp yet for the NFL, so it's still early. But I still say that. I mean, I'm saying this with with Baker Mayfield, and let's just talk about it. I mean, let's just talk about it. I, I mean, I respect this guy. I, what I feel like the Cleveland Browns is going to do is they are not going to trade him before the trade deadline because ain't nobody, I mean, nobody gonna want, want him with that $19 million, uh dollar tag that he has. And also, I don't think the Browns is going to cut him. What I believe, I mean, what I believe is going to happen is 
And mark my word, this is May the 13th, 2022. This is what I believe is going to happen. Baker Mayfield, I mean, at the in the middle of the season, before the trade deadline, Baker Mayfield will be traded to either the Seattle Seahawks or the New York Giants for a for a third and possibly fourth round pick. Again, I'm going to say that again. Mark my word. I'm predicting right now, May 13th, 2022, that the Cleveland Browns will trade Baker Mayfield to the New York Giants for a third and fourth round pick at the trade deadline this year. And here's how here's how I think they're gonna do it. Cause I don't think Baker Mayfield is gonna step foot in that locker room this year. Here's how I think they're gonna do it. I think the front office for the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield are gonna come to an agreement like hey We'll pay you your money. All you got to do is just sit home. All you got to do is sit home. Sit sit at home. I think Baker Mayfield going to be like, hey, I'll do that. But I think that what Baker Mayfield was going to do anyway, I don't think he was going to report to mini camp or training camp if he's still on, on the roster, which at this point in time he is. So I feel like Again, he will be traded to either the Giants or to the Seattle Seahawks because both those teams, in my eyes, need quarterbacks, especially the Seattle Seahawks. See, the Giants, they have Daniel Jones, and I respect Daniel Jones. I think if he can get into the right system and get into the right situation, same thing with Baker Mayfield. I think if these two, if if Daniel Jones could get into the right system, Daniel Jones will be successful. But I believe, I mean, I believe that uh, Baker Mayfield will be traded to the Giants or the Seattle Seahawks because I think the Giants will probably be in a situation week eight. Or when a trade deadline comes, I think they'll be in a situation to be like, okay, we're not going to make, I mean, we're, I mean, we're, let's say, uh, let's say two and six, or however, whatever they are, two and six, however many games they play before the trade, trade deadline. Let's say, I mean, let's say they're two and Let's just say they're two. I mean, they're two and six. Daniel Jones ain't playing up to his expectations. The head, I mean, the coaching staff is like, man, we tried. We're done with home. Let's get Baker Mayfield, or let's go and see what we could get for Daniel Jones, or not even for Daniel Jones, but let's just see what the other option is. And the only option is going to be Baker Mayfield. 
in the middle of the season. For real. And another team that could possibly be in in the mix. I mean, another team that could possibly be in the mid. I mean, the middle of it, of it. The situation could be uh looking for a quarterback is the Miami Dolphins. I mean, for real. So, but I think the two front runners will be the Seattle Seahawks and the New York Giants, and both those two teams will need, I mean, will probably need a quarterback before the trade deadline. Because, again, I believe Baker Mayfield will, will still be on the roster. I think he'll be, he'll probably sit at home for mini camp and training camp and just relax and do what he needs to do. Like, yeah, I mean, I believe the Browns could possibly be one of those teams that, once everything gets together, they'll be good. But I just believe this is going to be the situation. Baker Mayfield will, will sit at home for many count training camping for the beginning of the year. And... Once the trade deadline hits, or before the trade deadline hits, I think Baker Mayfield will be moved. Yes, I I believe it's going to be the New York Giants that's going to pull the trigger and be like, okay, let's trade for Baker Mayfield. I mean, I think really... I'll say, I mean, I'm saying a, a third and fourth round pick this year, 2023 season. I mean, 2023 uh, draft. For the simple fact, I think the Giants will be so desperate to get I mean, to get rid of Daniel Jones and get a guy like Baker Mayfield, which I said again, Baker Mayfield is not a bad quarterback. He's just average. He needs to be in a situation. I mean, he needs to be in a system. Same thing with Daniel Jones. Both of them need to be in a system to where they can prove that they got what it takes. And they could prove that, hey, put it in a, I mean, put it in the right situation. They could, I mean, they could do it. But again, I'm gonna keep on saying this. Baker need to humble. I mean, need to really humble ball himself. I mean, really need to look at it, at himself and humble himself because if he get to to New York, let, and let's just say that trade go down. Let I mean, let's just say the Giants do come to the Cleveland Browns and be like, "Hey, I know y'all got to get rid of Baker Mayfield." And we're willing to give y'all this. We're willing to give y'all third round pick this year, fourth round pick 
next year for Baker. And I think the Browns, like I said, I think the Browns would be happy and be like, okay, go. Let's do it. But also, again, Baker Mayfield needs to humble himself because if he do go to New York, if that is the the uh, scenario that happens, I think Baker, I mean, I think New York will eat Baker Mayfield alive, for real. Because I think the New York media will eat Baker Mayfield alive. Because you, I mean, just just think about this. He had issues here in Cleveland with the media. I mean, he. I mean, he had. I mean, he. Uh, had issues with the media here in Cleveland. Backlash against the media here in Cleveland. Now, just imagine if he get. I mean, if he do go to New York to the Giants, and he don't play well. Just, and not just the media, the fans. I said, you think, I mean, you think the fans here in Cleveland booed you, and, I mean, booed you and turned on you. Just wait until you get somewhere like New York, or probably Dallas. Like Dallas ain't in the in the market for a quarterback, but let's just say they were. I don't think he'll he'll be a perfect fit in Dallas. I mean seriously. So again, I think the best bet I mean the best situation that that's gonna happen is Baker will sit. He won't report to mini camp. He won't report to training camp. And I just have a gut feeling that he'll be traded in the middle of the season. He'll he'll stay at home, collect that money, and then get traded to New York or Seattle before the trade line. I mean, trade deadline this year. Excuse me. And that's, I mean, that's just how I look at it. Now, I know a lot of people will probably be like, man, oh, that ain't going to happen. Baker Mayfield, I mean, Baker Mayfield going to be straighter sooner than that. I don't think so. Or Baker Mayfield going to be released. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because to me, if you release this guy, if you release Baker Mayfield, you still gonna I mean you still gonna be on I mean on I mean on the dockets on the books for that nineteen million. And you release him, all he gotta if you do release him, all he got all he gonna do is go out, test the market, probably I mean probably go to Pittsburgh, probably go to uh I mean, probably go to Pittsburgh, probably go to, I'll say, Houston. If he is released, again, Pittsburgh, Houston, the Giants, Seattle. Like I said, it is what it is. But I don't think he'll be released. I don't think the Browns will, will release Baker Mayfield. Because me... 
me, if I'm a G, if I'm the GM, I'll be like, release him. I'm not releasing Baker Mayfield. No. And we owe him $19 million. And the, the owner is probably saying the same thing. The Haslam's is probably saying the same thing. Like, law, dude, we, law, we ain't going to release him and still be on a book and still have to owe him $19 million. No. What's going to happen is, again, I feel like this is going to be the scenario. Baker Mayfield and Drew, I mean, Andrew Berry will, will have a discussion. They're probably having that discussion right now. And they probably going to come to an agreement. Kevin Stefanski is going to be in the room, too. But all of them is probably coming to an agreement of, look, Bake, we love you. We appreciate what you did and tried to do here in Cleveland. But, look, we need you to sit, I mean, to stay at home. We need you to stay at home during mini camp, during training camp, during the, during the uh, beginning of the season. While we work this out. And and that's how I see it. For real. Because. I'll tell people. I mean, I'm going to tell y'all this right now. Because I. Discussed this. I mean I talked. I. Uh, predicted this last year. With Odell Beckham. I, I, I said that this was going on. With Odell Beckham last, last year. Before he got cut. In the middle of the season. And a lot of people really didn't want to pay attention to it and, and hear me. I said it. Like. Because remember, Odell Beckham didn't play the first two games of the regular season. He didn't he didn't play none of the preseason. Actually, nobody, I mean, no other nine starters played in the preseason really. Not much in the preseason, really. But Odell didn't play none in the preseason or the first two games of the regular season. And I told everybody, I said this, like, Odell ain't hurt. Because everybody was saying, well, Odell is still hurt. He's still suffering that, I mean, from that injury he had. No, he's not. What I mean, what's happening is the Cleveland Browns is trying to trade him. The Browns is trying to trade him, and nobody wants him. Well, nobody want to trade for him. And that what the situation was. And I'm not saying nobody wanted to trade for Odell Beckham. It was just the asking price the Browns was asking for. Because look at the situation. Look, at, I mean, look at what the Browns gave up to get Odell Beckham in 2018. Was that 2018, 2019? I can't remember, but anyway. I know it was in between there. But they gave up two first round picks, picks, and a second round pick. And they gave up Rabil Peppers, a guy that y'all just drafted the year before. A first rounder yard drafter a year before yard trade him away for Odell Beckham. And I understand, like, look, you needed these complementary pieces to go with Baker, yada, yada, yada. Okay, cool. All well and dandy. But at the same time, was Odell, I mean, was the, 
I knew that situation wasn't going to fit. But I'm, I'm going to tell y'all like this. It wasn't that big, I mean, that Odell wasn't tradable. It was for the simple fact the Browns was asking for everything they lost in return. And you, you, can, you won't be able to get that. I mean, seriously. And then they decided, like, okay, we got to cut Odell. And Odell, with Odell being cut last year, it's the, I mean, simply put, Odell Beckham is a receiver. Right? So no matter where, I mean, no matter if he was traded or released, somebody would have walked. I mean, somebody wanted him. And it would it would have been, I mean, it was the Los Angeles Rams that wanted him and needed him. Now, everybody is saying, well, Baker Mayfield is, trade, is tradable too. Yes, he is. I feel like this. Everybody is, tra- is tradable in every sport. But what are you asking to get I mean, for him. See, Baker Mayfield, yes, he is tradable, but he he's not going. I mean, he's not going to go to a top tier team. He, even even during the trade deadline, I mean, even before the trade deadline this year. He's not going going to go to a top tier team because I I believe any team that will need a quarterback going into the stretch of this year and like I said it could be the Pittsburgh Steelers which I don't think the Browns will trade within the within the division could be the uh, Miami Dolphins. Could I mean could be the New York Giants? Could be the Seattle Seahawks. And like I said, hell, hell, shoot, it could it could be the be the Jacksonville Jaguars. You never know. Yeah. Because let's let's just say, I mean, God forsake Trevor Lawrence go down. And now Jacksonville don't have a quarterback, so Jacksonville is never like, okay. Damn, we ain't got no quarterback. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is injured. Let's see what we could get. I mean, let's see what the Browns want for Baker Mayfield. And you already know what what the Browns want for Baker Mayfield. Everybody know that. I think what the Browns want is probably a first-round pick or a second-round pick for Baker. And ain't nobody is willing to, to just... To make that offer. So again, I believe the Browns will have to sit down and look at a lot of things. Because I think, again, I believe the Giants, if they're before the trade deadline, like I said, trade deadline is week, what, eight? Or no, week nine, excuse me. So the the Giants could be I mean could be two and six going into the trade there or a week of the trade there or all right uh so they could like I said they could probably be like okay screw it we need a quarterback 
Daniel Daniel Jones ain't doing his job. We're about to release him. Let's I mean let's trade for Baker. But yeah, I believe Browns and Baker Mayfield will have to sit down and relax and look at everything. And I think Baker's just gonna stay at home. I mean seriously. Because my thing is this, how can you come into that locker room if you're Baker Mayfield? How can you actually step foot in that locker room again when, to me, really, all the players that were there lost respect for you, for real? And that's how I see it. But yeah, that's that's it for today. Thank you for listening to another episode of Evan Speak. Talk to you all later.